Our next guest at the IAM Symposium is Lori Morrison. And this is our kind of our first conversation, the first time she's been on the Winter Solstice IAM Symposium. We met, we share an editor, and she has a new book out this year. And yet her book is about power animals. What's it called? The Shaman's Guide to Power Animals. All right, The Shaman's Guide to Power Animals. And yet I think what she's presenting today is her other work. Um, that I think there's a, she loves the shaman and there's also this other great work. Oh yeah, you can show that. And uh, time for a book commercial, where's mine? No. <laughs> it, but what, what are you gonna be sharing with us for the next 30 minutes? Well, I, I'm gonna give everyone like a little potpourri of some of the things that came to me actually um, since we started this whole adventure and I'm so, honored to be here and Sandra's opening was amazing um, and so it just brought all of these wonderful spirits to me and ideas and thoughts about um, the solstice today and and I came in black and white today because it's really about the dark and the light <clears throat> so I was getting lots of symbolism in black and white and I have to really smile uh, when you guys were talking about the spiral because I printed this out <laughs> wow. um, and when she and when Deborah was doing those beautiful spirals in her art I was like oh wow we've got some interesting um, similarities going on with the energy that we're all creating in this marvelous space that you have created, Renee. So thank you for letting me jump into this beautiful energy and celebrate the solstice today. It's I've got my fire burning and inside and outside. So it's um, it's just a lovely place. So thank you so much. We're, we're really honored that you're here with us. Um, um, I'm going to let you take it away and and I'm gonna listen and- Well, I brought some, first of all, I brought you something from the spirit world. Oh, yay, I love spirit presents. <laughs> the spirit present. <laughs> and it's so funny because I, you know, I sat with it before I got on, you know, it started to prepare today. And um, the snowy owl came to me. Oh. And so of all things that I have in my Christmas decorations, is snowy owl <laughs> so here he is and um so as much as i'm going to talk about crystals and things my my plant or my power animals always have a message so today i bring you the snowy owl <clears throat> and when i got to when i went to my book to read about um the owl because he of course directed me to the message for you and what i thought was so beautiful is the shaman's intention that the snowy owl shared with me when I wrote the power animal book, it says, there is great wisdom in the winds. Oh, how great is like, that? Oh my gosh, this is so perfect for, for Renee today. It says, there is such great wisdom in the winds. And it says, help, this would be the intention, should I work with the snowy owl, um, would be help me to hear 
help me to see and help me to feel the ways of my ancestors and bring their messages to me. So that's my opening. That is the message of the beautiful snowy owl. And what he's brought to us today is giving us this wisdom, this, this wind wisdom, so that the, the messages from the ancestors can just come flowing in. And with our past speaker, we had that exactly exact thing coming in, that wonderful wisdom <clears throat> of the ancestors. And then I was guided to this, which is the owl feathers that was given to me by a wonderful um, shaman friend of mine. So I brought my owl feathers also to our ceremony today. And guess what it has? It has a spiral on, <laughs> on the end of, its of this beautiful fan that I use. You can't so, make this stuff up. I know, I, I, you can't do that. So I have my beautiful spiral where I bring my beautiful owl fan. And then at the back of the owl fan is a crystal. <laughs> and so it just all falls into place, doesn't it? So lovely. <laughs> Especially with those glasses. I love your glasses. Yeah, so I have my, and my black and white for my light and dark. So everything just, you know, spirit always, you know, because I wake up this morning and say, well, what am I going to talk about? And I know that they're always going to come in and give me the message that I need at the time I need it. So that trusting and that, and that realizing that the experience will always evolve in its perfectly natural way that it's supposed to. So I bring you all of these gifts from the owl the snowy owl today and um, and the spiral and all of that and the beautiful wind messages from the ancestors. So, so yeah, it's just bearing gifts. <laughs> I accept them on behalf of all the fire tenders and all the people listening and the people who are going to listen. We are very excited. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so all, to everyone, I bring the wisdom of the owl. And one of the things that, you know, occurred to me, I had, I had written a poem about four years ago, a lovely woman who, she was a Shakespeare expert. Um, and in fact, she taught Shakespeare at, um, at Vanderbilt College. She asked me to write a poem and I was so intimidated because I was thinking, oh my gosh, here's this, you know, Shakespeare, <clears throat> you know, expert and I have to write a poem for her. <laughs> but I, I dug through all of my um, writings and I went back to this poem. I said, you know, this felt so perfect today. And so I'm just going to go through it if we could and just kind of start to feel kind of why this poem came to me and why where we are. And it's called from, from fall to winter or from summer to winter. So it's that it's that time of moving that we've just moved through. And now here we are, you know, in, into the deep winter. So it talks about so that, here's the poem. So the trees reach for their most festive outfits putting on their most colorful best. It is time to celebrate the completion of their summer labors, of entertaining bees and birds and butterflies. Then the last leaf drops. The roots are excited and celebrate the arrival of the slumber party. The remaining vibrance moves through the veins and into the roots on its journey to the underworld. Listen carefully. 
the mineral kingdom vibrates with their finest jewels. The spirits of the underworld are preparing their feast. The insects rush like caterers to arrive on time, scurrying around the acorns buried by the squirrels and chipmunks. The water table brings the drinks and the leaves of the past are the elegant tablecloth of nourishment. The lower world is now in its time and place of exhilaration and festivities. Bulbs bounce and roots dance to the heartbeat of Gaia. Man slumbers in his distorted truth, footsteps of ignorance of the excitement underneath. And I think that feels so right today <clears throat> because we cannot avoid what is underneath us. We cannot walk in the ignorance of what's really going on underneath me right now and underneath you right now. And it's, I love just that idea that there's just this really kick-ass party going on down there. <laughs> and there's so much energy and there's so much vibrance. And here we sit on top of it. And sometimes in our ignorance, don't even realize that we can tap into that, that we can maybe get an invitation to that party. And as shamans, we know that the underworld is, hey, it's where it's happening. <laughs> it's where it's at. And so I think it's such a fun, you know, way to, to, for us to kind of expand this view of just walking on top of the world and start to walk and feel underneath it, which is so, so much about um, the power and the, the, um, the ability of our planet to sustain us and to support us. So I see the summer or the winter solstice as the time where there's just this big party going on <laughs> underneath my feet. And all of this is happening and all of this um, energy is creating this beautiful example for all of us that going within and being part of this beautiful energy deep in our planet can be a stunning example of how we can live our lives and how we can be part of this mineral kingdom. And I, I do bring the mineral kingdom today to everyone because there's 3,800 minerals located in many different locations all around the world. And, you know, science used to believe that the core of our earth was this kind of homogenous region of just kind of stuff. And the truth is, is science has now finally come around and, and has told us that we're all living on a crystal ball. You know, the earth is a crystal and we live on this huge crystal ball. And, you know, recently there was a cave of crystals found in Chihuahua, Mexico. It's about a, almost a thousand feet below the surface. And it's full of selenite, which are the largest crystals ever found. This is my lovely piece of selenite, which I, I feel is, I brought today for everyone to kind of clear our circle. <clears throat> and 
if you can imagine, the largest one that they found is 39 feet long. That's bigger than a car. <laughs> and 13 feet in diameter and weighs 55 tons, just one. And, you know, these crystals are a million years old. And the largest ones, you know, would take approximately a million years to grow. So imagine the wisdom of our planet that exists in this um, beautiful crystal. A lot of people don't realize that, and I don't know if anyone on here is from New York, but New York is sitting on a bedrock of minerals full of opal, of beryl, of chrysoberyl, garnet, and three types of tourmaline. And in fact, during 19, 1885, a 10 pound garnet was found beneath 35th Street in New York, close to the Macy's store where you see the Macy's parade and a workman found it and sold it to someone for $100. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's all of this is happening underneath us. This, this, this vibrance, this energy. And, you know, we, we call them precious call the stones that of course are the most expensive, we call them precious. And, and truly they are this precious gift that we have underneath our feet. And you know, some of them, and many of them carry this energetic vibration that is so helpful to us when we want to shift or change or absorb the, the energetic um, energies that we have. And it's really hard to resist if you walk into a crystal shop or somewhere to resist these just gems that come from the guy's belly. And they are timekeepers. They are wisdom keepers. They are the holders of the meaning of life. And they're capable of healing us and bringing us a unique vibration. You know, I think at this time of year when we have snowflakes and I'm looking forward to snow. I'm here in Sedona and we're gonna have snow. So I'm very excited. If you think of a snowflake, that is really a footprint for all of us. It's, we, we all have that vibration. If we're in a high wind and keep ma maintaining our crystalline feature, each snowflake is like our signature. It's our winter signature. And so it's, it's a place where we store, it's a place where we send Place where we receive information as snowflakes. And here in Sedona, we have so much of the encoded wisdom of the Lemurians and the um, seed crystals that they planted. And um, when they were forced to leave their homes in the South Pacific, they set out and settled in many places in the Americas, uh, Mount Shasta, um, some in India, some in Egypt, some in Peru, and they carried with them this intention um, that once our civilization was ready to return to those crystal ideals of love and, and higher consciousness, that the seeds would come forward. The seeds of these crystals would come forward and release the stored wisdom to light workers, to all of us who are working to receive and transmit you know, this energy. So this is what's happening at this, at this very moment is this 
you know, um, this, these roots are coming to connect us, you know, day by day to this kind of common history and this evolution. So, you know, we think of gems with, um, as, you know, things worn by kings and queens and oracles and priests and priestesses. But there was, a, there was a life to them. There was an energy to them. And that's why they did that. Because they honored them. They, they honored the, the wisdom and the, and the energetic um, message and power, you know, that they brought. So now when we come together with these energetic ley lines, you know, that pass through this grid system that is on our planet. And, you know, it extends outward into the northern axis point and then re-enters the southern actus, axis. This is the crystal grid. This links all of these crystals together in this earth. And where these grids cross are major portals. These are our, our vortexes, you know, plenty here where I am. And it's our connection to that other dimensional world, our connection to reach the solar system, to you know, move beyond. And these are the places where many of the sacred temples have been built. So when we have these moments of, of awakening, it's often because we're visiting a sacred place or we're in a, a place that, where the grid has come together. And so when we have the, the solstice, this is when all of this aligns. This is when everything, the grid starts to come together. And, you know, with Jorge Arguez, who um, I studied and was initiated by Mayan spirits. And, you know, Jorge talked about the crystalline 144 grid, which was this emerging grid system that began to awaken in 1987. And interpretations by the Mayan calendar was a 26 year countdown to the 2012. But then now we move even further as we go into the next um, frequency dates, which will be completed by 2024. So we move into 2020, moving towards, we keep, you know, we, we continue to move through with our physical and etheric body into the use of higher frequencies. And so by tapping into crystals and specific gemstones, the grid grows, the sphere grows, the connections grow, and we can achieve this multidimensional access as we move into this energetic place that we're all going to. And the ancients called this, the, the thousand years of peace, this place where the optimum balance would occur when the black and the white would meet in the center, that there would be no more extremes. So I bring the black and white today to talk about this and to share this because I, I was very, and I and you mentioned um, um, the Southern Hemisphere, which is where mostly I, sp I spent most of my life in El Salvador. And there is a, um, you know, they are celebrating the opposite. You know, so we, we are talking about opposites. 
no matter where we are on the planet. And so I brought this, this other little friend of mine, Simple, wanted to come today. And this is Toomey. Okay, I have a little my Toomey. This is Toomey. Okay. And Toomey, this was, this was given to me on my birthday in Machu Picchu when I was in Peru. And um, many of you probably know Greg Braden. Um, Greg gave me this for my, it was my birthday present. <clears throat> so of course, you know, like kind of like um, we were saying, we get some of this information or we get these symbolisms and we're like, hmm, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, like, like Carol was saying, you know, she got a lot of these things and said, what does this mean? I, and I, so I thought it was very interesting. And, but I think it's very, you know, bringing something from the ancient world today to, to share with symbolism and meaning to me is very important for today after <laughs> I started to put all the pieces together and the black and the white and the yin and the, yin and the yang. And if you look at to me, to me, this is the feminine side of to me. So this would be to me's feminine. And then I'll show you to me's masculine. And I have to do it from the side. It's easier to see the masculine from the side. <laughs> so this is to me, the other side. And this re reflects the solar disc, which the Incas said came from like Titicaca. And that is the sun, that's the solar part of us. And so it re represents balance. It represents balance between the feminine and the masculine. And what do we get when we are in that place in the center and balanced, we get light, we get the sun. So when we think of the solstice, it's the time where, and, and, and the reason I believe it is so important, <clears throat> such an important day to, to celebrate, it is when the light and the dark comes together, is when the two extremes, the two sides of who we are enter into that one place. It's the intersection of the two. So I see that as a, a moment to find, to find that, that moment of balance between the black and the white, between the feminine and the masculine. I have to do the masculine on the side. <laughs> And, and realizing that by, by inviting in the crystal kingdom, by tapping into the ley lines of this magnificent crystal world below us today. So I call in the crystal beings. I call in those who support us underneath our feet. I call those who bring the vibration and who support this continuity and this beautiful connectivity that we often don't see in this world that lies below us. So I bring the crystal people. I bring the snowy owl. And I bring the messages <clears throat> from the spiral from the spiral who creates the energy that we need to support ourselves as we move through the darkness now, 
finding our balance from the light into the dark. So I have prepared a crystal and I have programmed the crystal for our group today. And I will be placing this on my altar for everyone. And what I, I, I have the, the crystal here as I watch today because all this great wisdom that I'm gonna get <laughs> from all the rest of the people who are speaking to us, I want it to, I've programmed my crystal to absorb all this wisdom, because with wisdom, we leave the extreme. With wisdom, we go to the center. And so I'm using my crystals today to program and then put with my fire ceremony so that all this great wisdom that I learn from all the others who will be speaking today, I've got it right here, all recorded. <laughs> And so as much as I, um, might, I might not be able to watch it during the year, I have it all here. And so I can place this in my home and in my holiday season because I know the crystal guy's got my back and it's all here, just like it is in Silicon Valley inside your computer. <laughs> so I, I wish everyone a beautiful solstice and I bring to you the gift of the crystal beings. Wow, that was beautiful. I love that. With the wisdom, you go to this. With wisdom, you go to the center. So I'm going to suggest to all of our fire tenders out there that uh, I have one that I will add a piece of crystal to my altar today, so that anything I might should have heard that I might need to hear later will be already programmed in there. What a beautiful addition to our fire tenders journey. And uh, uh, what an honor to sit with you. You have a great central wisdom. <laughs> Been working on it. <laughs> uh, you know, it is. It, you know, people think, oh, you can just sit up here and, you know, but I, I know for me, you know, I've been working on it over 30 years and, and that's what it takes sometimes. It takes what it takes. And so I can tell your sister with a lot of wisdom and experience and, and I've got to start opening up. I'm going to go read about the snowy owl on this lunch break. <laughs> I know it was so exciting when I saw him come in my visions today and I, I, I couldn't wait to find out what he had to say. I said, it had to be something amazing for Renee because, you know, she's got all this wind going. And then when I saw the wind thing, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it sounds awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Lori. Um, and if you, you can click off, um, leave the, and, and everybody who's still listening, um, the live is going to actually take a little break and we will be back in 30 minutes with uh, Meg Beeler, who always has some wonderful wisdom to share. And so go grab a little snack, you know, a cup of tea. I don't know what time zone you're in, but maybe it's almost dinner time for some of you early eaters. And then in Europe, it might be time for a little bedtime snack, some warm milk. And what do they drink over there with the, the, the cuddle, not the curdled tea, but there's curdled milk or something. <laughs> I'm going to go get some hot chocolate because we're going to get, it's going to get snowy around here. And, and, you know, of course the Mayans celebrate everything with chocolate. I, I'm sure that's why I was initiated through the Mayan. <laughs> Absolutely. Chocolate. Oh, I'm thinking about it. It's like, fine, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take chocolate. All right. So take chocolate, but take a, take a 30 minute break mm -hmm. and join us back here in 30 minutes. 
And this, we, we continue until 6 p.m. tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the people over in Europe will just about be getting up by the time we're finished today. And the people from Australia can join us. So have an awesome day and we'll see you again soon. Thank you, Lori. Thanks to all. Ciao, ciao. Make it a wonderful fire ceremony this week and enjoy the solstice and all the beauty and um, crystal energy that it brings. Thank <laughs> you.